Welcome to the Identity Theft Resource Center's Weekly Breach Breakdown for February 19th, 2021. I'm James Lee. Each week, we take a look at the most recent and interesting events and trends related to data security and privacy. This week, we're going to talk less about security and more about privacy, specifically about major changes that are about to happen to mobile device privacy and how that relates to our travels around the Internet. Sir Walter Scott wrote in his epic poem, Marmion, Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. And that gives us the title to this week's episode, A Tangled Web. From the earliest days of the internet, when it was still called the World Wide Web, small pieces of code were added to websites that would attach to a website visitor's browser. That code snippet was called a magic cookie because it could help websites remember that you had already visited the site, and it would provide information that personalized your experience. Over the next 20 years, the amount of data collected by cookies and how cookies were used to track movement around the web became a source of privacy concerns. In 2018, the European Union became the first government to regulate cookies to require website owners to get a visitor's express permission to attach a tracking cookie before the web content the user was trying to access could be delivered. The practical effect of that rule was to end the practice of using tracking cookies to collect information to fuel online advertising, first in the EU and now globally. The major browser makers, Apple, Mozilla, Microsoft, and Google, have all blocked third-party tracking cookies or will soon do so. Moving around the internet with a mobile device like your smartphone is a little different. Most people use an app rather than a browser to access the web. Instead of cookies, there is a different piece of code known as an Identifier for Advertisers, or IDFA, that collects and reports who and how you use an app. But unlike a cookie, an IDFA can be managed easily in a phone or tablet settings if your device maker allows you to opt out of app data collection. The default setting on all smartphones today is to allow data collection from apps. Now, here's where we talk about the big changes on the horizon in mobile privacy. Privacy advocates have long sought regulations in the United States to mandate opt-in requirements rather than opt-out, so consumers have the opportunity to make an informed decision about what data is collected, by whom, and then how it is used. To date, most laws and regulations, if they mandate any consumer consent at all, require consumers to be offered the chance to opt out of data collection. In the spring, though, Apple will change their mobile operating system to automatically block collection of data unless you explicitly opt in. In fact, the first time you open an app after the upgrade, you will be asked if you want to allow data collection. That's a monumental change from today's opt-out world. You may have read in the media that not everyone is happy with this change. Facebook and other large advertisers in particular are concerned about the loss of consumer data that will result if a large number of iPhone and iPad users decline to opt in to data sharing. Some advertising experts estimate that between 50% to 75% of iPhone users will pass on agreeing to share data based on their experiences with other opt-in opportunities. Some researchers project as few as 5% of Apple product owners will opt in. 
The clear trend of marketing and advertising is giving consumers more of a say in what information is collected about them and how it is used. That's the core of modern privacy, informed consent. And the more transparency that exists about how personal data is used, the more informed the consent. That includes understanding that with less personal data available to marketers and advertisers, there will be fewer targeted personalized ads and there may be fewer free products and services as website owners add fees or subscriptions to make up for lost revenue from data sales. Apple has not released the actual date that they're going to upgrade the operating system to add these privacy protections, so stay tuned for more details. If you have questions about how to protect your personal information, visit idtheftcenter.org, where you'll find helpful tips on this and many other topics. If you think you have been the victim of an identity crime or a data breach, and you need help figuring out what to do next, contact us. You can speak with an expert advisor on the phone, chat live on the web, or exchange emails during our normal business hours. Be sure to check out the most recent episode of our sister podcast, The Fraudian Slip, on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcast. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Weekly Breach Breakdown. Thanks for listening.